RCA Victor, world leader in radio, first in recorded music, and first in television, presents Transcribe, the Phil Harris, Alice Faye Show. Your enjoyment here is the Phil Harris Alice Faye Show, written by Ray Singer and Dick Chevrolet, with Elliot Lewis, Walter Tetley, Robert North, Janine Roos, Ann Whitfield, Walter Sharp and his music, and yours truly, Bill Foreman. When most married men want to get away on a vacation with one of their buddies, they usually discuss it with their wives and get their permission and go. But not Phil Harris. He makes a federal case out of it. Like tonight when he... But more about that later. First a word from RCA Victor. Every one of the dollars you'll invest in a television set is mighty important to you. So make sure you get full value for your money. Make sure you get an RCA Victor. New RCA Victor television costs as little as $199.95. Yet it's the finest TV you can buy. It has the automatic magic monitor, an exclusive circuit system that automatically brings in and holds the finest TV pictures possible. The magic monitor automatically screens out interference, automatically steps up power, automatically locks the best sound to the clearest picture, and the magic monitor is built into every new RCA Victor set, into the new Hilton, for example. The Hilton is a beautiful 21-inch console model. Finished in limed oak, it's perfect for the modern home, mixes wonderfully with traditional furniture, too. See the new RCA Victor television sets with the automatic magic monitor at your RCA Victor dealers tomorrow. And remember this, when you buy one of the new RCA Victor television receivers, you can enjoy America's finest installation and maintenance through an RCA Victor factory service contract. This exclusive factory service is another reason why every year more people buy RCA Victor than any other television. And now the stars of the RCA Victor program, Alice Fay and Bill Harris. This morning, Phil received an urgent phone call from Elliot Lewis asking him to come over to his apartment. Elliot sounded very excited, but very secretive. And now as we look in, we find an impatient Elliot pacing up and down outside of his apartment building, waiting for Phil. Wonder where Curly is. Can't wait to tell him the good news. Wait till he hears... Hi, Elliot. Fine neighborhood you moved into. What's the matter with it, Curly? This place is a nest of thieves. All the tires on my car were stolen. Well, that could happen in any neighborhood. While you're driving? <laughs> Some of my neighbors are rather adroit. Yeah. At the corner here, I put my hand out to make a left turn. I lost my ring, wristwatch, and three fingers. <laughs> hey, Elliot, what were you so excited about on the phone? What did you want to tell me? Well, I don't want to tell you here. Come on, let's go up to my penthouse apartment. Okay, I... Your what? My penthouse apartment. This place doesn't look like much on the outside, but it's real swanky inside. Come on, let's get inside and take the elevator. Ah, right, here's the elevator. Step in, Curly. Curly, you're going to see one of the prettiest penthouses you ever saw. Down, please. <laughs> Down? Maybe I got a bad sense of direction, Elliot, but uh, ain't a penthouse supposed to be on the roof? 
Well, yeah, but they had so many television antennas up there, they had to move it to the basement. <laughs> oh, yeah, I see. Elliot, what's that big secret you got now? Can you tell me now? All right, I'll tell you. A month ago, I entered a contest in a magazine, and I won first prize. You won first... What did you do? Guess how many headaches there are in a fifth of tequila? <laughs> Don't be sarcastic. This was a legitimate contest, and wait until you hear what I won. Ask me what the first prize was. Okay, I'll... <laughs> Elliot. Hmm? This lad driving the elevator, he knows when to stop, doesn't he? <laughs> We've been going down for five minutes. He'll stop when we get to my apartment. Well, how much farther down is it? Well, look at the indicator. We're 300 feet below sea level now. <laughs> We got about 200 feet to go. <laughs> now ask me what the first prize was. Okay, what was the first prize? Two tickets to the Orient. Oh, and we're on our way down there now. <laughs> the hard way. Don't be a wise guy. I won two round-trip tickets to the Orient with a week's stopover in Honolulu. <laughs> Honolulu? <laughs> oh, you lucky devil. I've always wanted to go there. Well, that's what I wanted to talk to you about. I thought the... Oh, here we are. <laughs> here we are where? My floor. My apartment's just down the corridor. One nice thing about living down here, when you die, kid, you ain't got far to travel. I do wish you'd stop making those nasty remarks. I'm not that far down. My apartment's the third one on the left. Come on, follow me. You mean there are other people living down here? <laughs> well, certainly. And very nice people. That's Mr. Dante's apartment. Ah, here's my place. Come on in. Well, this is my little domicile. Homey, isn't it? If you're a gopher, yes. <laughs> Look, Elliot, I'm very happy that you won the trip to Honolulu, but why did you call me over? Because I won two tickets to Honolulu, and I want you to go with me. Me? Yeah. Imagine. Just you and me on the loose in Hawaii. <laughs> Just think of it. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. <laughs> Can't you see it, Curly? You and me on the beach at Waikiki. The hula girls dancing to and fro <laughs> to the lilting strains of aloha. Oh, sing me a strip of it, will you, Clyde? <laughs> aloha. <laughs> That's enough. Save it. Save it. <laughs> Lay some more talk on me, Dad. As the hula girls dance, a soft tropical breeze gently parts the palm leaves and through it we see the mellow Polynesian moon. Look at that moon, Curly. 
Just look at it. You look at it. I'm watching them hula dance. Ooh, look at that one on the left in that grass skirt. She ain't careful. She's going to start a brush fire. <laughs> then you'll go, Curly? Of course I will. There's nothing to hold you back? Of course not. Oh, I can't wait to lie under a coconut tree, sipping a tropical drink and watching them hula girls. What about Alice? She don't like coconuts. <laughs> I mean, will she let you go? I don't want you to have an argument with your wife on my account. There ain't gonna be no argument. I know how to handle my wife. I'll just walk up to Alice and say, Woman, I'm going to Hawaii for a week. And she'll say no, and I won't go. That's all. <laughs> Curly, don't give up so easy. Let's go home and ask Alice. Maybe she'll say yes. Well, it's worth a try. Come on, I'll go home and ask her. Hey, huh? I can just see myself on that beach at Waikiki singing to them Hawaiian dolls. <laughs> But doll that I can call my own A doll that other fellas cannot steal And then the flirty, flirty guys With their flirty, flirty eyes Will have to flirt with dollies that are real When I come home at night she will be waiting She'll be the truest doll in all the world I'd rather have a paper doll To call my own Than have a fickle-minded real-life girl I'm gonna buy a paper doll That I can call my own a doll that other fellows cannot steal And then those flirty, flirty guys With those flirty, flirty eyes Will have to flirt with dollies that are real When I come home at night she will be waiting She'll be the truest doll in all the world paper doll to call my own and have a fickle-minded real-life girl. Rather have a paper doll to call my own than have a fickle real-life Do just as I told you, Curly. As soon as you get in the house, ask Alice if you can go to Hawaii. Look, Elliot, I've been thinking. Hmm? It ain't gonna work. She'll say no, and that's gonna be the end of it. We gotta think of, of some excuse, some some reason why why I why I have to go. Some reason. Yeah. I got it. Doctor's orders. What doctor? The doctor you went to this morning who told you you had to get away to a tropical climate for your health. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that one always works. I ain't used that since we attended the Well Diggers Convention at Cold Bucket, Nevada. <laughs> yes, sir. What am I suffering from? Oh, anything. Tell me you got gallstones or a pain in your head. 
anything but make it good. Okay, let's get in the house. Right. Elliot, if this works and we get to Hawaii... Hello, we... Phil. Oh, oh, them pains. Oh, oh, let me sit down. What's the matter? Oh, them gallstones in my head. <laughs> oh, they're killing me. Gallstones in your head? Most people have them in their stomach. That's why I'm so sick. I got high gallstones. <laughs> Charlie, come here, man. What do you want? We better change the disease. <laughs> Why don't we make it? Um, tell her you got a loose liver. That I like. <laughs> Say, uh, honey. Uh huh. I haven't got gallstones. It's something worse. And I, I didn't want to tell you, but I have to. Well, what's wrong with you? I got a goose liver. Loose! <laughs> <laughs> oh. Alice, I got a loose goose liver. Curly. All right, fellas, all right. What are you trying to do? Phil, you had a complete physical examination last week and there was nothing wrong with you. Oh, well, what he's got wouldn't show. You see, it's a very rare tropical disease. Uh, as a matter of fact, the only place he can have it treated is in Hawaii. What has he got? Well, I hate to tell you this, ma'am, but your husband is suffering from ukuleleitis itch. <laughs> <laughs> What's that, Elliot? Well, it's the same as the seven-year itch, only instead of scratching it, you strum it. <laughs> Elliot, come here a minute. All right, fellas, you can stop. Phil, you're not sick. I am, too. It's, it, it's my stomach. It hurts something awful. Okay, sit down. I'll fix it for you. I'll go in and get you a hot water bottle. I'll be right back. Hey, Elliot. Hmm? Told you, I don't think this is going to work. We might as well give up. No, You're not no, 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 not yet. I got another one. <laughs> this is my specialty. This one is known as the pick a fight with your wife so she'll go home to her mother while you sneak off the Hawaii routine. <laughs> Let's go back to the loose goose liver bit. <laughs> I think I can do it better this time. I'll get way over no, and I'll no, really... No, curly. <laughs> This fight act is foolproof. When Alice comes back, start a fight with her. She'll get mad, pack her bags, go home to her mother. Then we can go to Hawaii and be back before she knows we're gone. Okay, maybe it'll work. Well, of course it'll work if you're subtle about it. Don't be obvious. Leave it to me. All right. Here's your hot water bottle, Phil. Let me put it on your stomach and you'll feel better, darling. There. Now, what do you say, dear? Why don't you go home to your mother? <laughs> Kids as subtle as a sailor with a six-hour pass. <laughs> What's the matter with you? What's the matter with me? You come in here and deliberately put a hot water bottle on my tender little tummy. But Phil, you're I... nothing but a belly burner. <laughs> Phil, You're after always all. doing things to irk me. 
Ever since we've been married, it's been one arc after another, and I'm getting a little fed up with it, and I'm going to tell you Just a minute. I'm not going to stand here and let you yell at me. What are you going to do about it, and when are you leaving? (laughs) That's just what I'll do. I'll leave you till you get over this. Where are you going? To, to, to Honolulu. Good, and I'll go home to your mother. (laughs) Hey, Elliot, it worked. It worked. What worked? Well, she's going to Honolulu, and I get to go home to her mother. <laughs> that ain't what we're trying for. <laughs> Not unless we can get her mother to put on a grass skirt and do the hula. <laughs> that I know we ain't trying. <laughs> Phil. Phil, what's wrong with you? I told you, honey, I'm sick. Well... You do seem a little jumpy. What you need is a vacation away someplace by yourself. I hadn't thought of that. <laughs> I have a better idea. Music always soothes your nerves. So instead of going away on a vacation, you sit down right there and I'll sing to you. <laughs> Somebody loves me, I wonder who, I wonder who he can be. Somebody loves me, I wonder who, who he can be worries me. For every man who passes me, I shout, hey, maybe you were meant to be my loving Somebody loves me, I wonder who, maybe it's you. We know you've looked everywhere, everywhere, everywhere in despair. Someday he'll come along, the man you love. I wish I knew who he may be. For every man who passes by, she shouts, hey, maybe. Don't you feel better? Didn't that soothe your goose liver? Well, it quieted my liver, but the goose is still honking it up a little. (laughs) You know, honey, I think that vacation I don't. You don't need a vacation. Now, if you'll excuse me, I have work to do. Just forget the whole thing. Curly, why don't you belt her one? (laughs) Are you crazy? California, they sue you, take your elk's teeth, everything. <laughs> you have felt no women. Well, Elliot, the sick gag didn't work, the fight gag didn't work, and we're going to have to think of another excuse if you want to spring me. Curly, I'm getting a little fed up with having to cater to your wife. We never have anything but trouble with her. Well, you know how women are. I'll admit that Alice does nag a little, and we have our little fights, but... Hey, Elliot, hmm? Making up is an awful lot of fun. (laughs) Well, that part I don't get in on. (laughs) 
And let's keep it that way. You want to know something, Elliot? What's that? When a woman puts her arms around you and kisses you, you forget everything. Yeah, I know, but... Forget everything? Curly, that's your excuse. What are you talking about? You're going to get a case of amnesia. <laughs> a whole case? <laughs> You're going to lose your memory. I don't think it'll take a whole case to do that. <laughs> Listen to me. Amnesia means when you lose your memory. You forget who you are. You don't know what you're doing. If you have that, you can go to Hawaii, and when you come back, your wife can't say anything because you don't know you were there. A splendid disease. <laughs> now, how does one go about contracting it? Well, the best way to get it is from a blow on the head. Well, don't stand there, Clyde. Cave my roof in. <laughs> go ahead. Gladly. You just stand still, and I'll hit you on the head with, uh... Yeah, this baseball bat will do Wait a minute, wait a minute Hold oh, a baseball bat What's the matter? Well, why can't we just tell Alice that I've been hit on the head and I lost my memory? Because it won't look real You have to have a mark on your head Stand still, I'll just hit you lightly Just enough to lump you a little <laughs> Just get a good grip on this bat Swing back Hold it, Kiner <laughs> Just don't try for homers now, huh? Let's get the batting average up a little bit. Just shorten up and bunt. <laughs> wait a minute. Here, wait. Look, you better give me that bat. All right. I'll show you how hard I want you to hit me. Now, hold your head still. I just want you to take the bat and hit me lightly, like this. You didn't hit me hard enough That won't raise a lump Okay How about like this? No, no, no Give me the bat I'll hit you and show you how to really raise a lump Now hold still How was that? That felt good <laughs> Oh, brother, they're really in the last stage <laughs> Curly, that last blow didn't do any good. Nah, nah, didn't do nothing. This time, make it a little harder. Ha-ha, that was a good one. You happy with that one, huh? <laughs> yeah. Fellas, I don't want to sound like a square... But why are you hitting each other on the head? Or am I too young to know about this kind of... Judy, <laughs> will you stop bothering us? He's hitting me on the head for a good reason. What's the reason? If I raise a lump on Mr. Harris's head, he could fly to Hawaii. <laughs> what are you going to do? Fill the lump with helium and float him up? 
I got two tickets to Hawaii and he wants to go, but he needs a lump to show Alice so when he comes back, she won't say nothing. You won't repeat this to anybody, will you, Julius? Not unless I want to wind up in a net. Elliot, <laughs> why'd you have to tell the kid? Now you're getting never... Because the baseball bat ain't gonna work and he can help us stage our fraud a better way. Now here's what we're gonna do. Julius, you go in the other room and talk to Mrs. Harris. We'll stay here. When we hear you say, by the way, have you seen Mr. Harris? I'll yell, look out, Curly. There'll be a crash. Then you'll say, what was that? And I'll say, a vase fell on Curly's head and knocked him out. You got a kid? As much as I'll ever get it. <laughs> Let's try it and see what happens. Good, Julius. Now you go in and talk to Alice. Remember the cue is, by the way, have you seen Mr. Harris? By the way, have you seen Mr. Harris? Got it. Ooh, these guys really dream them up. <laughs> the things they think of. Oh, hello, Julius. Hello, Miss Faye. By the way, have you seen Mr. Harris? No, I... <laughs> <laughs> Hey, wait a minute. That's my line. <laughs> you gotta do it like this. By the way, have you seen Mr. Harris? Look out, Curly. Oh, no. Just a minute, Julius. How did that go again? <laughs> Mr. Lewis yelled, look out, Curly, and then I said, oh, no, a vase fell on Mr. Harris's head, and then a vase crashed, and... Sequence ain't right, huh? <laughs> better try it again. By the way, have you seen Mr. Harris? Look out, Curly! <laughs> what was that? Stop stealing all me lines! <laughs> The calla lilies are in bloom. <laughs> Where am I? What happened? Who are you? You mean you don't remember me? How could I? I've got amnesia. I don't remember nothing. <laughs> oh, dear, I'd better call the doctor. Oh, the doctors in the States can't help him. This is a tropical amnesia. He has to go to Hawaii. Why does he have to go to Hawaii? Because he already has his plane ticket. <laughs> Mr. Lewis also has a ticket to Hawaii. Oh, is he going to get amnesia, too? He don't need it. He ain't married. <laughs> he don't need no Pasadena Playhouse plot to get away from his wife. <laughs> I thought so. This whole thing was just a big, big act just so you could go to Hawaii. Well, Phil, if you want to go to Hawaii, go ahead. You mean it? I can really go? Of course you can. And I'll go with you. <laughs> I think I'll kill myself. <laughs> What you making, Curly? Elliot, you are about to witness the first tests of one of the greatest inventions of the 20th century. 
The Harris Weather Machine. Great, Curly, great. Only I came down in the basement here to tell you... Stand back, Elliot. At the touch of a dial, I will tune in perfect California weather. Look, Curly, Alice sent me down to tell Quiet, you... Quiet, Elliot. Here goes. Help me shut it off. Grab that lever. Push that button. The Harris Weather Machine, huh? Perfect California weather, huh? So I tuned it in on the rainy season. Stand back, Elliot. This will take a little more work. I'll perfect perfect indoor weather yet. Curly, somebody beat you to it. You're kidding. You mean somebody designed a way to tune in perfect indoor weather at the touch of a dial? Who? RCA, Curly. That's what I was trying to tell you. The RCA service company technician was just here and installed the new RCA room air conditioner in the living room. In my living room? Yeah. Well, is it better than my invention, Elliot? Well, maybe it's not quite as dramatic, but the RCA room air conditioner has the heart of cold compressor and the climate tuner. That's the little recessed panel that lets you tune in cool, filtered, moisture-free air. Sounds wonderful. That rainstorm left it kind of muggy down here in the basement. I think we'd both feel better if we went up to the living room for a breath of fresh air. Part of Julius in this program transcribed was played by Walter Tipton. Next, hear Theater Guild on the air on NBC.